it's time once again for everybody to come aboard the podcast. It's the Old Wrestling Podcast. I'm your OCW. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app or just on YouTube in general. It's all there. Thank you so much for listening, guys, once again. Today, we're talking about your favorite professional wrestler slash great worker slash person who helps you believe in wrestling. What does that mean? Well, I just read an article over on Cage Side Seats. Shout out to them, not an ad. And there was an article, very short article, about who is a great worker. And in there, the writer uh, was uh, posted by M. Gomez. He goes over what a great worker is. And uh, he uses the definition that Al Snow gives. And I'll give it, uh, you know, I'll just I'll shorten it and say that Al Snow classifies a great worker or a worker in general as uh, a man or woman in the ring who sells you on a lie. What is the lie? The lie is that they are going in there looking to win a match and not lose. They are actually trying to win the match. They are putting on a performance that makes you believe that it's not a predetermined thing, right? We all know that wrestling is not quote unquote fake. It is predetermined and there's a huge difference. They take real bumps, they get real hits, but the finishes are predetermined. The only times those get tossed out the window is if an injury happens or, you know, some something out of their control uh, happens in the ring and they have to, you know, switch it up. You know, the titles have changed because of that. You know, people have won uh, when they shouldn't have. Um, it just sometimes it's just the way it is. But a great worker, a great in-ring worker is someone who makes you for that for the time they're in those ropes. Forget that it's predetermined and make you buy that this match is actually happening for real and that they really are trying to win. And if they win, great. And if they lose, you feel bad for them or you feel good, depending on, you know, heel or face. So I got to the end of the article and the question came up, which wrestler is most convincing to you as a performer? And I said, that is a great topic for the podcast because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I had nothing. I was walking in here just blind. Didn't know what to to, to talk about, (laughs) but this is great. Because it it actually triggered something in my head. Like, what to me is a great worker? Who, or I should say, who to me, uh, O-Wrestling, is a great worker? And it kind of fits with the theme of O-Wrestling. What the whole point of O-Wrestling when I uh, concepted this, this show was all the things in professional wrestling that make you shake your head like a, uh, like a parent and go, oh, wrestling. How you how you've entertained me, all the ridiculous nonsense that happens in wrestling. But a big portion of that is the disbelief of, you know, like Al Snow says, buying the con. You walk into a professional wrestling match looking to be entertained, especially these days. Back in the day, wrestling was seen as, you know, real. Back in the day, I'm talking about way, way back in the day. It was seen as real, right? Even in the 80s. When people knew, for the most part, that it was predetermined, there was a large portion of the population that simply did not. And that goes back to, you know, Rowdy Piper and, you know, 
perennial heels having to carry weapons and, you know, have security because fans thought that these guys were truly evil <laughs> and they wanted to kill them. Uh, but that that goes to, you know, the suspension of disbelief. So today wrestling is more of a it's a TV show, right? It's a drama. It is a combat focused soap opera and the wider audience at large has bought into that. They understand that things are predetermined and there are more marks and smarks out there than there ever were before. I, my daughter uh, enjoys wrestling to a degree. I think she enjoys that her father enjoys it. I've said that before, but she is a mark. She knows that it's not real. She's very aware that these, these fights, you know, quote unquote, aren't, they're not trying to hurt each other. And partially that's my fault. But it's also, you know, her just being a smart kid and, and seeing people like Bianca Belair, who is her uh, quote unquote favorite wrestler, taking bumps and kind of seeing her moveset and understanding the mechanics of a wrestling match. But that doesn't make her not want Bianca to win, you know? So I read that article and I said to myself, who, in my opinion, has truly helped me have that suspension of disbelief. Which wrestler or wrestlers have helped me buy the con, right? And one name popped up immediately that I think a lot of people can agree with. And that name is Kurt Angle. <laughs> Kurt Angle, for my money, is one of the greatest workers in the industry. And it had a lot to do with his character, being an Olympic gold medalist. They just had the proper setup for this character where he came from a, a legitimate wrestling background. He had gold medals, whatnot. And it didn't hurt that he was incredible inside the ropes. Every time Kurt Angle's music hit, I believed the con. He would get into that ring and he would put on matches that no one else could. No one else. And don't even get me started on uh, him and TNA when he was like peak angle, when he was like, for lack of a better term, drugged up and he was, you know, feeling good and flying high. Kurt Angle was an incredible, incredible worker. He put on amazing stories between the ropes and I would watch these matches and think Kurt, Ang Kurt Angle is a beast. Every match that man put on, I bought the con. I was like, whenever he won, I was like, he fully deserved. All right, I'll give you a perfect example. After, you know, a long, grueling match with Kurt Angle where he's doing the suplexes, he's doing the moonsaults, he's doing everything, and he gets, he gets to the point where he's like, I'm done with this match. I'm going to win this match. He would pull the straps down and scream. Ah! You know, he would do that, that Kurt Angle scream that everyone loves, and he would strap in the, the ankle lock. Right. Here's where I bought the con. He would hit the ankle lock, twist, and then drag the person away from the ropes. Right. If that person did not tap, and this, this is the key, if he did not tap, angle would take it to level 11, drop down, wrap his legs around the person's foot, laying down in this like crazy modified ankle lock. And that was it. It was 
it was a it was storytelling to the tenth degree. And whenever he did that, I was like, oh man, that guy was gonna win. He was gonna get out of that ankle lock, but Kurt Angle made it impossible to do so. I bought the con. I knew it was I knew it was predetermined, but I always felt like that twist on the ankle lock was his way of saying, There's no getting away from me. There's no way I'm losing this match. I bought it every single time. Kurt Angle, in my opinion, is one of the, if not the, greatest workers that professional wrestling in general has ever had. I'm not just talking about his in-ring ability. I'm talking about his character work. I'm talking about the pageantry, the entry. Every single aspect of Kurt Angle is top-level professional wrestling there's there's not i can't think of another person like that maybe brock lesnar but brock lesnar i i feel like a lot of that is served by his size kurt angle wasn't like the biggest guy but he was definitely the best <laughs> he was I, I i'd love to hear your opinion please in the comments let me know who's your favorite professional wrestling worker in the ropes outside the whatever you got who made you believe the lie because I can't I can't get over how well Kurt Angle made me buy professional wrestling it was an incredible time for me as a fan and I truly miss that guy I hope he's doing well anyway thank you so much for listening to this episode of the O Wrestling Podcast make sure to subscribe tell a friend and don't you ever forget I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.